Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today I'm teaching on the four things that Jesus loved. Amen. It is the uh, it is the TV. So if you can the screens, if you can make that the audio on all. Amen. Amen. I'm teaching on the four things that Jesus what loved. Amen. Amen. Uh, and I say these four things that Jesus loved because you will see that in a certain sense that was all he did. Amen. And it's important to know what your Lord and Master, your Savior, what? Lives. Amen. It's very important because you see, if you want to get closer to somebody, there's two keys. The first key is to love what the person loves. If you love what a person loves, you'll be closer to the person. You'll be welcoming to the person. And you must also be involved in what the person loves. If you are involved in what the person loves, you will end up being on the same path closer to the person. So if you really want to get closer to a person, this is the two keys. Amen. Um, for example, you go to places and people are together, they are friends because they love football, they love the same team. So they become like close friends at the pub. It's simple, but it's a secret. Many is not aware. You want to be closer to a person, identify what the person loves. And love that thing, that is one. Because you must love that thing. If you don't love it, they will know. And the second thing, be involved in that thing. Either by doing that same thing or, um, or contributing to doing that thing. Please do we get it. So if you want to be closer with Jesus... If you want Jesus to really be with you, you must identify what he loves and you must love that. Amen. Not only should you love that, but you must also be involved in the thing. Because you can never love a thing and not be involved. It is your involvement that shows that you love it. Yeah, If you love it, you'll be involved in it. So I'm saying this to say that this is the reason why this teaching is important. I always say with all humility, and I always say with all humility, and the Holy Spirit knows and he understands that there's a lot of things I don't need him to show me, I could tell by the, the people, by the person. I could tell where the person's heart is any point in time, the level of the person's heart 
I can talk with Christ. With Christ. By these two things. The personal love for Christ and involvement with Christ. Not as he chooses, but the things that Christ loves. Like when I see Jesus dance campaign, people come and they say, I love God, and they are preaching. And you see that everything Christ loves, they don't love it. Everything that Christ loves, they are speaking against it. And everything Christ does, because Christ, every, if you love something, you do it. Everything Christ does, they are speaking against it. They realize they don't love Christ. They don't even know Christ. Yes, they are pleasing themselves and they think that means they are doing well. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You can do a lot of things to please yourself. You think it's pleasing God or that means you are in God, but no, no, no. You are pleasing yourself. Amen. So, as we look at these four things that Christ loved the most, please pay attention. Know that it is yours. Amen. Okay. So, Ramuda can't see the camera, isn't it? She can't see the camera that it has to be repositioned. <clears throat> Praise the Lord Jesus. God is good. Okay. So four things that Christ loved the most. Amen. Loved the most. And when I say loved the most, it means that's what he did. That's what he was what involved in. Because last week we saw or we, 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 we celebrated the resurrection of Christ. You must know what he loves. You understand? You must know what he loves. I heard Bishop Doug said, even if his food is not hot, he rejects it. He likes his food piping hot. hot. Amen. And he said his, his wife knows it's automatic reject rejection if the food is not hot. Sometimes the small things, but some people don't like their food hot, isn't it? They like it cool. Yeah, like Greg's. If it's cold, you can't eat it. To me, it feels slimy. If it is very hot, you see that inside is extreme hot. You can't eat it. (laughs) It's very difficult to get it. Amen. So the first thing I want you to note that Christ loved. Amen. Christ loved the word, the Bible. Christ loved the word. What do I mean by Christ loved the word? Christ loved the word. What I mean by Christ loved the word? What I mean by Christ loved the word is he studied the word. He loved studying the word. He loved Bible studies. Apart from that, he loved teaching the word. He loved preaching the word. If you love the word, if you love the word, you will love studying it. You will love to hear it. You will love to what? Preach it. When I say preach or teach it, when I say preach or teach, all I mean share it with others. You will hear it in your conversation if you love the word. But you must know, as for Christ, he loved the word. In the Bible, there was nothing that he loved. 
listen they say he's he was a carpenter i don't know about that there's no writing in the bible that said he was a carpenter they only say that because they assume that the father his father was a carpenter meaning he would learn the trade but there's nothing in the bible that shows that he was a carpenter i, I believe so i don't believe i've i've read it there's nothing in the bible that says he's a carpenter if anything in the bible he was more of a scribe who is a scribe a scribe is people that from the one they begin to learn the scriptures they begin see why we must teach by the scriptures because at the age of 12 bible said he was in the temple three days in the temple asking questions he was at the bible studies three days non-stop asking questions learning the word ask yeah that is learning the word and when his parent came said don't you know i have to be here learning the word three days 12 years that's not a carpenter that's a scribe how do you think he knew all the word how do you think he fulfilled every promising prophecy because he's been stating the word he did not come start preaching even though he was the word on earth he was also man so he had to learn the word you see so if anything to me he was a scribe not a carpenter because there was no statement in the bible that shows that he even did carpentry in the bible if anything the statement rather shows that he was a scribe from day one 12 years he wasn't at the workshop he was studying the word let's read it let's read it amen so now i'm just showing you things for you to know that christ indeed loved the word Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 50. Amen. Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 50. We are only starting from the 41 because I want you Amen. to know that it's talking about Jesus. Other than that, we won't start from the 41. Amen. Amen. We would have started from maybe the 44, but read it for us. Luke ch um, chapter 2, verse 41 to 50. Mm -hmm. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. Mm -hmm. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. Note, what was he doing? After three days, they found him what? The in the temple, temple court, doing what? Sitting, sitting among, among the, the teachers, teachers listening, listening to them, and, and asking, asking questions. questions. What was he doing? He wasn't Amen. preaching. He was studying. Amen. He was listening to the teachers, mm. and he was asking questions. That is Bible studies. Yes. 12 years. Yes. Uh -huh, continue. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. Everyone who heard him was amazed of his understanding and his answers, meaning he had deep understanding of the scriptures. You can never have deep understanding of the scriptures without learning the scriptures. Yes. Uh -huh. Amen. This is what? at the age of 12. Yes. Mm -hmm. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? 
Your father, your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand so what you were saying was, to them. There was no need for you yes, to search for me. Don't you know I have to be? Hallelujah. In, in other words, it's a must that I must be in my father's house. This, what does this show? It shows only one thing. He loved the word. He loved studying the word. He loved Bible studies. Three days. Three days. So Christ loved the word. Do you know <laughs> one of the ways they chose, they, they found the Holy Spirit made the people know the right books to put in the Bible was what Christ preached from. One day I will teach it. Yeah. Like, why do you think we have songs of Solomon? Because Christ quoted from songs of Solomon. So if Christ has quoted from songs of Solomon, it has to be in the Bible. Meaning he read it. He quoted from Isaiah. He quoted from Zachariah. He quoted from Exodus, Leviticus. So these are books that he studied. He read. He loved the word. He loved the word. Two of years, he wasn't running around. No, 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 no. He wasn't climbing trees. And the statement he made, don't you know I have to be in my father's house? Is other way, don't you know I'm not supposed to be a carpenter? I'm not supposed to be making wardrobes. I'm supposed to be in the church learning, studying. Because I have a work to be done. There's no way that says he was a carpenter in the Bible. And not only, even when he grew up, the Bible said, let's read it, amen. When he grew up, Matthew chapter 22, verse 41 to 46, amen. He was with the Pharisees. Now, as a teacher, he was still asking questions. They, he, there was Bible study, compared to the Pharisees, said they know the word. Yeah. So he will ask them questions. He will answer their questions for them. Mm. Amen. So not only as a child, the reason why we are reading, from childhood till he became the Messiah. Please, let's read it. Amen. Matthew 22, verse 41 to 46. Mm -hmm. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him Amen. any more questions. So you see, even when he was older, he and the Pharisees, still, now he wasn't listening and asking questions. Now he was teaching, questioning them. Because he's done his Bible study right. So Christ loved the word. He, he loved the word. He loved the word. Look at Luke chapter 21, amen, 37 to 38, amen. The Bible says Jesus was at the temple amen. each evening. Note the word each evening. Amen. 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 Okay, read it for us first. Mm -hmm. Luke chapter 21, verse 37 to mm -hmm. 38. Mm -hmm. Each day Jesus was teaching at the temple. And each evening. Oh, not that one. Forgive, forgive me about that one. Luke chapter 4. 
Amen. We will come back to that one. Amen. Luke chapter 4, 14 to 17. Sorry. Amen. 14 to 17. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter 4, mm-hmm. verse 14 to 17. Mm-hmm. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. Note the word, as, as was his, his custom. custom. Hallelujah. Note that word, as was his custom. Uh-huh. What did he want? Synagogue is the place of meeting. Yes. The, what today we call a church building. Yes. An official place of meeting. Yeah. Another word for temple. Hallelujah. Because they had the main temple in Jerusalem. And they have worship places, church buildings in localities. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. So he was preaching Hallelujah. Isaiah. He was preaching yes. from Isaiah. Hallelujah. But let's so Bible said Jesus went around in the synagogues Hallelujah. teaching. He went around in the churches doing what? Teaching the yeah. word. Hallelujah. And Bible said when he came to where? Dora. Sorry. Um, when he came to another city yes he was teaching oh he spread through the whole country he was teaching in their synagogue and everyone praised him Uh, mm -hmm. Um, he went to Nazareth where he had been brought up and on the Sabbath day went into the synagogue so Bible says he's been traveling going around every church doing what? teaching Teaching. not for raising funds teaching and when he came to Nazareth Oh, he went yeah. another time. But as his custom has been, as he does, he went to amen. the synagogue in Nazareth to what? Preach. Yes, amen. So Christ's custom, his way is teaching, amen. preaching. If you know him, you know everywhere he went, he was teaching. Amen. He was preaching. He loved the word. Yes. He loved the word. As his custom was. So when we say as his custom was, another word for custom is habit. As he habit was, but we see that that happened from the age of twelve. Mm, he was he has yes. been the temple from the age of. We know we are not talking to you. Yes, yes. <laughs> from the age of twelve. Amen. From the That's age right. of twelve. Yeah. As his habit was, going into the church, into the temples, teaching, 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 teaching. He loved the word. You can never be closer to God without the word. If you truly find God, he will point you to the word. And when I say love the word, studying the word, uh, sharing the word, preaching, when we say the word preaching or teaching, it means speaking by the word, from the word, in line with the word. That is all it means. Let, let's read another one. Look at Matthew chapter 4. Amen. What did we just read Luke, isn't it? Okay, then let's relook again. Luke 21, 37 to 38. Amen. Mm-hmm. Luke 21. 37 to 38. Mm-hmm. Amen. Luke. And note the word. Note the word. Mm-hmm. Amen. Luke chapter 21, verse 37 mm-hmm. to 38. Mm-hmm. The first one, look for us, as his custom was. Okay, now look Amen. at this. Mm-hmm. Each day Jesus was teaching at the temple. Note the word. Each what? Day. Each day. I want to get there, Father. I want to get there. That each day I'll be with a group of people teaching. Amen. Teaching. Each Amen. day. I want to get there. 
Hallelujah. Like Saturday, I'm at Brixton somewhere teaching. And I mean it. I said my day. So no, each day he was where? In the, the temple, temple teaching. 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 Yes. Teaching. So if you know Christ, he, you, he was always teaching the Amen. word. He loved the word. Yes. He didn't put the word what? Aside. Yes. Hallelujah. Don't, don't continue. We just want to show okay. how he loved the, the word. word. Look at Matthew chapter 4 verse 23. The reason why we are reading the Matthew is so that we understand that he wasn't only teaching in the temple, but he went around teaching as well. Amen. Everywhere he went. The man Christ Jesus was very busy. Jesus was busy. Mm -hmm. Each day he was teaching as mm. his custom was. He goes to the synagogues and teach. Each day he comes to teach in the temple. Amen. Plus the Bible will tell us he was teaching with his disciples. They were he taught in private. He was teaching. <laughs> Bishop Dark said he's always teaching. He said when he comes for camp meetings, that is his holidays. <laughs> He said the camp meetings are his holidays. And the camp meetings are three days, morning to evening. He said that is his holiday. <laughs> he said he always have a meeting with some group or some people all the time. All the time. Amen. Please read it for us. 4.23. Matthew chapter 4 verse 23. Mm -hmm. Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. So not only that, Amen. he went throughout what, Galilee teaching Amen. in their what, synagogues. synagogues. Matthew 95, rather. It's Amen. more clear. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm -hmm. 95. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. He went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their what? Synagogues. synagogues. Did we notice everywhere he go, the teaching is connected to the church? Yes. To the church. Amen. Many people read teaching Jesus' teaching and they think and they are like he was just walking and preaching time. No. Everywhere he go, he land in a church to teach. Because, listen, you can never teach people by what you see people doing outside. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. As I'm walking, I hear you preaching. Let's say, even if I hear one minute, what can you really teach me for one minute? Yeah. How long have you been in this church? Look at the number of things I've been teaching. And see, still look at the teachings we still need. And still see you are still being what? taught. I know that for sure because me myself are still being taught. Whenever I preach the word, I get taught. Yeah, whenever, you don't know. Whenever, like when God gave me this word, it's like, hey. Yeah. Like right now, even teaching, I just realized all the preaching, even though it says it's working, was in a place. It's a place, a church, synagogue. So when people stand there and they think because they've preached, pastors who don't come out are not doing well. They are rather in error. What can, I, what can you teach by the, the thing you are standing there preaching? It really works when you gather a group of people crusade and they are seated for one hour. And you see that that one, the crusade doesn't even talk. It's just one scripture. Because you have them for like only one hour. You, how many things can you teach? But have you noticed everything he has to gather people at the synagogue, at the temple, teaching them. So he loved the word. He loved the word. So Christ loved the word. Yeah. If you want 
to know Christ, if you want what Christ loved, one of the things he loved was the word. All he did, as we can see, as his custom was, each day he went throughout the villages and the cities doing what teaching the word. If you love the word, you'll be closer to him. He'll be closer to you. It's a common thing. It's a common thing. And if you get involved in the word, you'll be closer to him. And you'll be closer to you. It's, It's a common thing. See, it's a common thing. Believe me, people don't realize. Bishop Dark said when he wanted to get closer to Pastor Young Cho, he's dead now. He said he, re- he went to learn how to play golf. He was a horse rider as Obi, but he went to learn how to play golf. He realized that Young Cho played golf. And he realized that that is the only place you can meet him unofficially, and the atmosphere is relaxed. And it's not like there's another person waiting. He said he had seven steps back, back to get closer to the man. And before the man died, he was closer with him. He was part of his board members. He dined at the man's own house. Young Gicho once had the biggest church in the world. People like Benny here. It's like everyone has to be there in South Korea. Everyone. Bishop Uyedepo, all of them had to be there. Yeah. The redeemed uh, bishop, uh, redeemed man, uh, I forgot. Bishop at um, all of them have to be there. All of them, when they went there, they asked for church. Yeah, church. Uh, what was it called? Church growth. Amen. If because look at what Jesus said to us. Look at it. Matthew chapter ten, verse seven to eight. Not that he loved it. He says that what. We should go and what? Preach. Yes. He said we should go and preach. Amen. Start from the 6. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 10 verse 6, six mm-hmm. to 8. Hallelujah. Amen. Go gather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead. So note, note how I say, say go and gather. Yes. You think there's a go and be walking and say that you know, say go and gather the lost sheep That's true. and preach. Go and gather mm. and preach. True evangelism is just to gather the people and preach. So not like he said he's done. So that's it. He said we should do the same thing. You can't preach if you don't love the word. If you don't love the word, you won't study the word. You won't pay attention to the word. And you won't share the word. So he said go and gather and preach. Look at Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. You see that over there, he says, Go and make disciples, teaching them everything that have instructed you. So, not only did he love the word, not only was he a man of the word in studying the word and in speaking the word by teaching yes. and preaching, he has also asked us to do the same. Yes. <laughs> Please, do you get it? Read it for us. Amen. Matthew 28, verse 19. Mm-hmm. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the... No, it said go and make okay. disciples. It didn't make say go and walk on the street and teach. Yes, uh-huh. That's right. Mm-hmm. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and teaching them to obey everything I have and commanded And teaching them you. to obey everything. Amen. How do I teach? How can you teach one everything that God has commanded you without having them gathered specific time? repetition so when you see somebody preaching and say I have a ministry 
and his speeches are against the church or he's in greater error. He's not even part. But the point is he loved the word. He does all he did as his custom was. Each day. Three days in the church. Three days in the church. If I see him having, I'll ask him whether he bath or not. Good questions, isn't it? Yeah. So that if it's okay to come to church without bathing. I think he doesn't mind, but I think we will mind. <laughs> Amen. So, if you want Christ to get closer to you, I'm showing four steps. One of the things is love the word. It's the first step. How do you love the word? By reading the word to study it. It doesn't matter how long, but how often they're consistent. For yourself, you don't read to go and preach. When you read to go and preach, you can't preach. You end up saying nonsense. Believe me. But when you read it for yourself, the word enters you. And when you begin to preach, it's in you. So it comes out naturally. It comes out what? Naturally. And also be involved. Note the word involved in what? The preaching and the teaching of the word. I didn't say preach or teach. Not everyone will be able to teach or preach. But be involved. How do you get involved? Being involved in the preaching and the teaching of the word is being involved in every soul winning. So winning of your I will narrow it to your church because you are not a super person. You cannot belong to all. But every soul winning activity and church activity, you have to be what? Involved in. How do you be involved? By yourself being part of the workers, going to stand out to tell people, come, let's gather. That is so winning. Come to church so that we can gather you and teach you. Come and hear the good news. Come. Or contributing towards it. The Bible says, how would they go unless someone sending? And also praying towards it. That specifically about soul winning. This is how you get involved. Because not everybody can stand and preach. Not everybody, their career will give them the opportunity. But everyone can be part of it. So if you are in this church, you have to be part of Jesus' dancer campaign. If you are not part, you are losing out. And you must study your word. Because when you don't like the word, you can't love Christ. He can't, not like, he, he doesn't hate you, but not like, let me put it, like you can't be close. You, you can't be close. A footballer and someone who doesn't like footballer, there's no way they can be close that football is bringing them together. I never liked football, but when I had that pub, I realized, hey, I have to find a team. Other than that, I will lose the customer. So I chose a team. I chose Asna. And the sad thing, my time to Asna didn't do well. It was Manchester. That was doing well. They still don't do well. <laughs> <laughs> I chose it and quickly I have to learn. I have to learn. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord Jesus. So that is the what? First thing. It sounds loose, but believe me. Believe me. Whenever you love what somebody loves, or you are part involved in what somebody likes doing, you become closer to the person. I won't lie to you. That's why two siblings can come from the same house. 
but they are not close. They are even, they have close friends. Because the close friend means they have things in common. Things they both love doing and involve. That's what makes siblings close. You, please, do, do you get it? Yeah. The second thing that you must love, amen, is the church. The church. The church of God. The church of Christ. The church itself is for Christ. Yes. We actually belong to Christ Jesus. Yes. We are a present from God to Christ. When you become saved, God hand you over to Jesus. The Bible clearly says that he bought us with his blood. That's why I say anything you ask in my name. That's why Jesus, when he was going, said, those that you have given to me. You understand? But we won't really go into that. That's not. But what I'm trying to say, the church is for Christ. So on this earth, believe me, Christ is not building United Kingdom. Christ is not building Jamaica. Christ is not building Tanzania. Other than that, they will all be the same. Of course, if United Kingdom asks Christ to be involved, he will be involved. The more people of United Kingdom ask Christ, he will be involved. The more people of Tanzania ask Christ, he will be involved. But that is not what he's building. Amen. He is building his church. That's what he said. He said, I will build my church. So it's ongoing. He's building his church. So the second thing Christ loves and is doing is his church. His church. He's not building ministries. That's why ministries come and go. But the church still remains. So when I see people say, oh, I have a ministry. I'm not in the church because I laugh. It's, no, it's, it's dead. Because it said, fruit that will abide. It said, your works will be tested with fire if it remains. If it remains, then you gather and you lose. Clearly in the Bible. So he's building his church. And from day one, he loved the church. The church is his body. When he was on earth, he was always in the church. As I said, if someone loves something, you, it's only two things. You identify that thing with the person. It's that whenever you see that thing, you see the person. Isn't it? And you always see the person doing that thing, involved in that thing. So let me show it to you. Remember we read the Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 15. Remember we read it. We'll read all again. Don't worry. Because I want to show it to you. Yeah, this is another angle. Read it for us again, please. Mm -hmm. So now I want to show you the second thing Christ loved that he's doing. That if you want to be closer with him, if you want him to be closer with you, you must also what love and must be what involved in it. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Please read it for us. Luke chapter 2, 41 to 50. Amen. Amen. Mm. We've already read it, yes. but we are looking at it again, Amen. once again, to show you what Christ was. Amen. Love. Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 50. Mm -hmm. Every year Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem 
for the festival of the Passover. Mm -hmm. When he was 12 years old, they went up to the festival according to the custom. Mm -hmm. After the festival was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among the relatives and friends. Mm -hmm. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone. Okay, so Amen. note this. Where did they find Jesus? In the three days. In the yes. Three days in the church. Okay. Yes. So he was found in the church three days. It's a strange thing for a child of 12 years. Mm -hmm. But there's something clear about that. Mm -hmm. The child loved that place. He loved that place. Mm, 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 mm. He loved that place, the church. He loved it. So he wasn't sleeping in the building. He was asking. So that is church service, Bible studies. Yeah. Three days. He loved it. Amen. But continue. His answer even makes it clear. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. Mm -hmm. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, mm -hmm. why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. And this is the master key. Mm -hmm. Where were you searching for me? He mm -hmm. asked. Why are you searching for me? Why? Yes. Amen. Oh, isn't he saying yes, why? 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 Is otherwise, he did not understand the prayer. Why? It's like you should know. You shouldn't look for me. Yes. You should have an idea. So, so why are you searching for me? Eh? Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Don't you know? It's like, don't you know I have to be in my father's house? Don't you know which what, what was the father's Amen. house? The temple. the temple. So don't you know I have to be in the temple? Hallelujah. So it's like me that is 12 o'clock, Monday afternoon, and I'm looking for Rolanda. And I call Rolanda. I say, we have been looking for Rolanda. I say, why are you looking for me? She can't say that to me. Because, you know, but she will say it in her head. Don't you know I have to be in school? Don't you know I have to be in school Monday, yes. 12 o'clock? So Amen. that's the same thing Jesus was saying. Say, why are you looking for me? Don't you know I have to be in my father's house? Many more likely the mother and the father should know better as he was growing up. That as we can't find him, there's one place he will be. One place. The house of God. The church. From the one that he won't ask them, don't you know I have to be here? Meaning, if something has been going, he has been there, the synagogue always there. So, when you're finding me, don't you know? It's like a mother. Maybe here you won't experience it, but in countries that are more communal, when you're looking for your child and you don't find him or her, there's always one house you know the child will be there. And you go and the child is there. So, this means Jesus was identified with the church. He loved the church from childhood. From childhood. He said, don't you know I have to. Not the way I have to. Amen. I have to. A woman used to come to Jesus Dance campaign and Mr. Leo would always invite him to church and say, oh, I will come. I, 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 and he said, no, don't say I can say, I have to come. I have to come. And she said, okay, I have to come. Meaning it's a must. It's a necessity. It's like not like an option. So Jesus loved the church. Jesus loved the church. See, if you touch the church, it's Jesus you are touching. Yes. It's the only thing that when you touch, you are touching him directly. Look at 
So I will show you why. You probably even know why, just that I haven't recorded yet. Maybe. Amen. Look at the same Luke 4, verse 14 to 17. I want to show you that Jesus loved the church. Mm -hmm. Luke 4, verse 14 to 17. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. Where was he teaching? The, the church. Synagogues. The synagogue is the church. Yes. He was teaching the church. Mm, mm, mm. Teaching the church. Uh -huh. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He went to the synagogue Amen. on the Sabbath day, as his custom. His, custom. his habit was every church meeting, Sunday service. Because here our Sabbath meetings are on Sunday. He, 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 it's his habit. If you, he doesn't appear, it's rather unusual. Isn't it? Doesn't this mean clearly this is a man who loved the church? And who is involved in the church? Because it's not just the teaching, teaching. Look at. Please, do you get it? In the temple, uh, what? As his custom one. Look at Luke 21, 37 to 38. We've read it already, but I want you to connect it to his love for what? The church. Mm -hmm. Luke 21, 37 30, to 38. 37 to 38. Mm -hmm. This he, one, too, I want it. God should make this church grow that we will do this too. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Each day Jesus was teaching at the temple, and each evening he went out to spread the night on the hill called the Mount of Olives. And all the people came early in the morning to hear him at the temple. Amen. He was teaching the temple each day. each day. And this is the key. Hallelujah. Each day means every day he was in the temple. Yes. So when I love coming every day, I'm normal. <laughs> each day. And Bible says early in the morning, all the people come to the church to hear him. Meaning they know that as for Hallelujah. the morning there, if you want to see Jesus, he's there teaching. This is what I say I want. Early morning prayer. Yes. Prayer. That one is one and a half hour. One and a half hour. Early morning prayer. Oh yeah, people will come. People will come. But we are growing. Oh, don't don't say are people not working? Are people not always looking for job? Don't we have people always looking for job that they have the morning free? Don't we have people always on maternity and paternity leave? Don't we have people always on holiday? If they come one hour hot, that one, I'm the one leading the prayers. I'm the one leading the praise. Everything, the prayer is going on. Everything. She, she, she. Do you know she, she, she? Fire, fire, hot. One hour. Ba, 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 ba. Early morning. Early morning. Early morning. Yeah. Early morning. God should give us that too. Yeah. Early morning. Is, is, is this a person who doesn't care about the church? You hear people say, God doesn't care about church, he cares about people. You're a joke, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. So he loved the church. His morning appointment catch him in the church. Not only every day, but first day in the morning. Each day, then in the morning. And look at something here. Mark chapter 11, 15 to 17. 15 to 17. It shows us his heart for the church. Hallelujah. When you see the synagogue, the temple, it means the church. Yes. It's, it shows us his heart 
for the church. Mm-hmm. Please read it for us. Mark chapter 11, mm-hmm. verse 15, 15 to 17. To 17. Mm-hmm. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out all those who were buying and selling there. Mm-hmm. He overturned the tables of the money changers mm-hmm. and the benches of those selling doves mm-hmm. and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through mm-hmm. the temple courts. Mm-hmm. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, Mm -hmm. but you have made it into a den of robbers? We will continue. Amen. So once again, remember, this is a person who has been going to the temples, to the synagogue. This was, what what is the chapter? What scripture? What chapter? Matthew what? 11. So it's not Matthew 1. Before this, he has gone to the synagogue and the temple several times. Yes. Remember at the age of 12. But one time he went to the temple and the church was not what it was meant to be. Instead of a house of prayer, it has been turned to a house of what? The, uh, the thieves. For instead of a house yes. to pray, to lift people up, to transform people, it has turned into monetary yes. issues. Yes. Issues. Yes. And he wasn't happy. No. And he rose up. And he began to overturn everything. Other, vers- other books say he took up with and began to beat people. He began to pe- He reacted. Tell me, tell me what is this? No, tell me what is this? Uh, one can only do this if he has an absolute love and compassion and he's being consumed by the church. Yeah. And in fact, the Bible explained, told us what it is. Continue for us. Amen. The chief priests and the teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him. No, you've jumped it. Before that, it did explain uh, why. My house will be called a house of prayer for uh-huh. all nations, mm-hmm. but you have made it into a den of robbers. Mm-hmm. The chief priests and the teachers mm-hmm. of the law heard this and began looking for a way to mm-hmm. kill him because the crowd was amazed at his mm-hmm. teaching. Mm-hmm. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. In the morning as they went Wait, along... Wait, I've amen. missed something important. Because the Bible also did explain to us what this action means. Do we get it? So I wanted us to see what the action there, beating over ten of the table, meant meant for Christ, meant towards what? Uh, for the, this thing. Okay, so let me find it. Let me find it. I beg you. I thought it was here. Amen. Give me one minute. Yeah. This is where Pastor Joyce or Sister Madden begin to sing a song. I've got my mind made up and I won't turn back. Because I want to see my Jesus someday. I've got my mind made up and I won't turn back. What, what version are you reading? I want to see my Jesus someday. I've got my mind made up and I won't turn back. Because I want to see my Jesus someday. Goodbye world, I stay no longer with you And goodbye pleasures of sin I stay no longer with you I made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life 
I made up my mind to go God's way the rest of my life. Goodbye world, I stay no longer with you. And goodbye pleasures of sin. Okay, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. John chapter 2. Amen. To verse 16 to 17. So it's the same thing, but the point I want is in John chapter 2. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. I tried to keep everything in the same place. That's yes. why. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. John chapter 2, verse 16 to mm -hmm. 17. Mm -hmm. So this will explain to us what Jesus actually means. Amen. Uh -huh. To those who sold doves, he said, Get these out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a market. Mm -hmm. His disciples remembered that it is writ written, zeal for your house will consume me. Hallelujah. So the zeal for the house of God, the church, was consuming him. Yeah, he couldn't see anything wrong, anything, anything that he couldn't zeal. That was it. That's why he overturned the tables. When somebody's zeal will consume him, zeal for soccer, my friend, my friend told me, he said, when I had the pub, he said, he called me, Fufu, I said, yes. He's one of the top customers, so special attention. He said, I, he said, I am suffering. I said, why? He said, whenever Manchester lose, I have to make a funeral. When they win too, I have to celebrate. And I said, then why the suffering? He said, because each one, I have to do it by getting drunk. <laughs> so if they lose... But he's mourning, so he has to get drunk. If they win, he's celebrating, he has to get drunk. <laughs> you see, but the point is, that guy, he told me, he told me, he said, Manchester saved me, saved my life. I said, how did Manchester stay? He said, one time, I was supposed to travel with my brother-in-law and my cousin. And because Manchester had much, I decided not to go. And when they went, they had accident and they died. You could see that not only soccer, but the team has consumed him. Has consumed him. Has consumed him. Sometimes workers come at 10 because some of the match start at 10 in the morning. Sometimes, believe me, 9 o'clock he's calling me that I should come and open the pub. He's ready. He can't wait. He's ready. And I do come because he, you see, he has an account. He pays by check. So that's an important customer. Yeah. Yeah. And I do come. And when he comes to this, because he buys for people. So there are people like that. So when he comes there, it's like the place is always vibrant. There are people also looking for him. <laughs> so he can call me and I'll come. I'll come before the workers come. We've already opened Mr. Kwame. It's called Mr. Kwame. He wouldn't mind me saying this. He's seated already. He's just waiting. Yeah. Sometimes we close. Premiership is closed. You say, no, 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 La Liga. No, La Liga closed late in the evening. I will be a customer. <laughs> La Liga, La Liga. Because all because he has a day off the next day or it's not starting work early. So we should La Liga. <laughs> Sometimes after the La Liga, he say he's hungry. He begged me, can't drive. I should drive him to get food. Wow. I would drive him. You see, so we became close. Because I just decided to like what he liked. It was my business. And be involved in what he liked. So we became close. He became close. He's still my friend. He's in Australia. He called me recently. He said he wants to marry December. He wants me and Pastor just to come. He will buy a ticket. I said, oh, we will come. I say we will come. We will come. 
<laughs> I said, we will come. <laughs> I said, by God's grace, we will come. Amen. But all I'm trying to say is, zeal of the house of God. So Christ loved the church. Oh. Never for one thing. He doesn't love the church. Never for one thing you can stand and oppose the church and he will be happy with you. If, if the church is wrong, it will not be up to you to defame the church. You will be in trouble. Go and ask Moses. Go and ask Moses. Ask a lot of servants of God that think they had the right to play with God's things. Even David couldn't, could, couldn't touch Saul, even though Saul was 100% wrong. So look at, look at Ephesians. Amen. Ephesians chapter. No, let's read Matthew first. Amen. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. So the scripture we just read in John and look uh, and Mark clearly make us see Christ's what? Zeal for the house of God, which is the church. That was the only place you will see Christ gone wild. Even when they were come to arrest him to kill him, he didn't go wild. No. Even the beating, he didn't go wild. What is that telling you? He loved his church. No church of God, believe me, no church of God can be destroyed by anybody except the pastor and the people allow it. Except the pastor and the people allow it. If you people allow it, he can't do anything. But if you don't allow no church of God can be destroyed. Because God, he has all the backing of God. Yeah. Please read it for us. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Mm -hmm. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. What is Christ Amen. building? His church. His church. Amen. His church. So you can't say you love Christ or you are really for God or Christ and not love his church. Not love his church. Those days, one of the trick. Henry, are you listening? One of the trick is when you love a girl, you are interested in the girl. You must first make sure the people closer to the girl the people she really like also like you. Yeah, that, that was the key. Oh, it's true. I'm giving you people keys. Yeah. No, it's true. If the friends don't like you and the way... It's an important key. And women to the same. Yeah. So you are ah, nothings. <laughs> you, you, you must make sure that, listen... The close people of the person approve of you. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, no matter how the person loves you, it becomes almost impossible because they sort of seek the approval of the people. Yeah. 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 So if you think Christ for once will look down on his church, what he's building, you are joking. He said, I will build my church and the gate of hell. The gate of hell are people and things that want to destroy the same thing he's building. The same thing he's building. Yeah. Mr. Harry just said something to me the last time he came here. He came here, what, I think, Easter Friday or so. He said, he said his church, his church. Now, there are only four people or six people. 
Yes. And he want to he would leave because he want to move homes. But his fear is if he moved too far, because he's being led by his business, then what would become the church? Because when he and the wife go, it's left with the pastor and the wife. But this is a church that had their own place like this. That there were more many people, more chairs than this. And the choir director, a man giving trust, one day wake up and say, God has called him. God say, Christ say he should go and start a church for him. And when you not know him, before he will go, it's already all the choir people and move with over a half of the people, followed him blindly. That's the spirit of Absalom. And when that happened, all of a sudden, they couldn't maintain the building. They have to let the building go. Now they have to meet at the hall. The next thing, the pastor has to get a job. Meaning he cannot wake up midnight and be fighting, warring. He cannot be going to evangelism. You see how one thing leads. But if Christ wants you to start a church, will he destroy his church to start another church? The members sometimes wonder what is wrong with us. If you want to build a house, will you go and remove the blocks in the existing building to go and build a new house? But that's what members you do. You, you don't need the Holy Spirit to tell that this is satanic, demonic. And for sure, that church too will not stand. didn't stand. It doesn't exist. Most of the pastors you see that say, I have ministry. Now, now, now they will say, oh, I'm doing it online. Most of pastors, that scatter people church. And it won't stand because God is not in you. You've done damage. All those people are gate of hell. I'm telling you. Will Barclays destroy his branch to start a new branch? So the church is not there. So the, when, when I went to him, I was so sad. I was so sad. Because I know what it takes. What it takes. It's pure Luciferian. Lucifer at work. Lucifer. If Christ, see, when God called me to start a church, nobody, not even a single person from my previous church ever has ever joined my church. In fact, I didn't even tell any one of them. If God has called you, you're a thief. You're a thief. That's what you are. You're a thief. And like the, the poor souls, they were not Many of them have lost their position, the Lord, in the kingdom. And what they don't realize is that they, they are, all their effort to has become waste. Because it is when your fruit abide, that is when. So he said, I build my church and the gate of hell. Because there's a lot of gates of hell. You see, so Christ loved the church. So if you think... For one, he will side with you against the church. You, you are joking. But in fact, the Bible says he loved the church. In fact, he was the Bible showed us the level of love to the extent that he compared it to the love that a man has for a wife. So he said, husband, love thy wife as Christ loved the church. I mean, it's not ordinary love. It's not, it is not uh, it is erotic, intimate love he has for the church. Let's read that scripture. Ephesians, please. Chapter 5, verse 25. No, Matthew. Oh. 
Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 5 verse, verse 25. Uh-huh. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and no, gave himself up for her. Just Amen. as Christ loved the church. No, he loved the church Amen. and he gave himself. You yes. know when a woman loves a man? Hey, when you say 10, she 10. But when she gets to finish, when you say 10, say, I'm tired. I'm tired. Meanwhile, she's not tired because maybe you forgot to buy the milk that she called you to buy. No, I want you to understand the word gave himself. It shows the level of life. That one, even if the woman is tired and you say jump, she'll be jumping. Even though she's tired, gave himself. That's the level of love. He loves the church. So anyone who plays with the church, if you should make it to heaven, you will regret. But don't think God or Christ will side with you. Never for one thing so. So he loved the church. And as you can see from the one, there's a lot of scriptures about this. Amen. But I want to tell you that he loved the church. So if you want to be closer to him, you must also love the church. You must love his church. That's why I don't speak about any church. I don't speak about any church. Because we are not the only church of God. It's an even a road to think so. You understand? All we want to be is be the church of God we are. And what? Be involved in building. It's church because he said, that Peter upon you. So based on people, he built the church. So to love him, be involved in the building of the church. And love the church. Love your church. Be involved in the building of the church. Don't take your involvement for granted. That is what will draw Christ to you. Many people don't love the church. Many people see the church as a place just to take, 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 take. They don't even think of the natural, natural needs of the church to even go further to loving the church as a friend to the extent to love the church as a husband or a wife. But as for Christ, he loved the church. And he has given himself to the church. In fact, the Bible says he is the head of the church. Amen. So note this word, thing, amen, that he loved the church. Now the third thing is, the third thing that I want you to know about Christ, amen, is that he loved prayer. He loved prayer. So he does not only love the word, does not only love the church, but he loved prayer. Look chapter 3 verse 21 we, we, we want to get closer to christ amen. therefore we must know how amen. amen we must really know how and the easier way you can intentionally is identifying the things he loved and deciding to love those things and be involved amen in those things amen please read it for us luke chapter 3 verse 21 mm-hmm. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. Amen. And as he was praying, heaven was opened up mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit descended when on When all the people were baptized, being baptized, Hallelujah. Jesus was also being baptized. Praying. But guess yes. what? As for him, as he was being baptized, he was what? Praying. Praying. Hallelujah. He was what? Praying. Praying. I just want to build up my case to show you that Jesus yes. loved prayer. Everyone was being baptized, but with him, he was praying. Look at Matthew chapter 14, verse 23. Matthew chapter 14, verse 23. Amen. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 14, verse 23. Mm -hmm. 
After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. After he has dismissed them, you know, like church is over, everybody gone. He went toward the mountain by himself to pray. And what did he do? Amen. Later that night, he was there alone. He was there alone praying. Hallelujah. Praying. He was a man of prayer. Yeah. He loved prayer. Hallelujah. He did pray. Look, look at another scripture. Amen. Mark chapter 1 verse 35. Each of these scriptures shed more light into his prayer what activities. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Mark. Oh, oh, okay, Mark. We'll come back to the look. Mark chapter 1 verse 35. Mark chapter 1 verse mm-hmm. 35. Ver- very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. This he was Amen. with the disciples, Peter's Hallelujah. house. He wake up at dawn. Amen. At dawn yeah. to a place by himself and pray. Yeah, look at Luke 6 verse 12. Amen. Luke 6 verse 12. Amen. Mm-hmm. Luke chapter 6 verse 12. Mm-hmm. On those days, on one of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night there praying to God. He spent Amen. the whole night what? Praying to God. The whole night. He was a man of prayer. <laughs> he was a man of prayer. Look, look at what Hebrews said about him. Hallelujah. Look at what Hebrews said about Hebrews 5 verse 7. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter 5 verse, verse 7. 7. Mm-hmm. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries so and tears. So Hebrews was summarizing his life Hallelujah. and said, during his life on the days he was served, he offered, that, offered what? Prayers and what? Petitions. petitions eh? With fervent, fervent cries. cries and tears to the one who could save him. So Hebrews said, whilst he was in, he did pray. And he prayed fervently. Hallelujah. And there are times he cried. That's Amen. what he said. Yes. He said, with cries and tears. Hallelujah. There's a place in prayer you begin to yeah. cry. You break. It's like you break. Yes. It's a good thing. May you experience it. Amen. You begin to cry and tears begin to drop. Amen. And not because you've done something. It just begins to happen. Yeah. So his days, he prayed. He prayed. See, let's read this. Matthew chapter 26, 36 to 44. Listen, the reason why we are reading, you see that this gives us insight into the length of his prayer. Yeah. Anyway, we read a scripture that says he prayed the whole night. A whole night would be at least five hours. Because <laughs> if it's even from 12 to 5 a.m. But this scripture makes us understand clearly that he prayed at least three hours about one prayer topic. Yeah. At a stretch. That's right. So he was a man of prayer. Please read it for us. Matthew chapter 26. That's why there are people who in a certain sense are not even living right. But if they are really prayerful, begin that is like God uses them. Not like God uses them because they spend time. So that whatever the presence rub on them. Please read it for us. Matthew chapter 26 verse 36 Mm -hmm. to... 38 Mm -hmm. to 44 to 44 sorry then jesus went with his disciples to a place called gethsemane and he said to them sit here while i go over there and pray he took peter and the two sons of zebedee along with him 
and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Mm -hmm. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Mm -hmm. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. So Bible says he went further to pray yes. in this prayer point. Yes. But when he came, his disciples were sleeping. Yeah. So obviously it wasn't a five-minute thing. No. I think it was at least an hour. Why? Because of what he said. Read it for us. Because remember when he was saying, says, stay here and pray. I'm also going to pray. And he went to pray. When he came, they were sleeping. And he said what? Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He said, couldn't you watch, pray with me for one hour? So more likely, at least, he prayed an hour. Yes. And when he came, they were sleeping. And what happened again? He went back yes. to pray that same prayer again. Yes, yes, yes. And the Bible says he did it three times. Yeah. So one prayer point. Yeah. Father, let me marry. Three hours. Yeah. Three hours. Yes, yes. Three hours. Mm. Three hours. Mm-hmm. But finish it for us. He went away a second time and prayed, mm -hmm. My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. So it's the second time mm -hmm. at the same prayer point. Uh -huh. yes. When he came back, again he found them sleeping. Sleeping again. <laughs> so he left them. His prayers are long. <laughs> Long prayers, but they come there and sleep. So he left there. Actually, the people can't. Thank God. Uh -huh. and, and he left them and went away one more time and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. The same thing. So at least hours. Yes. We read this to show that he was a man of prayer. He prayed. And Bible, our last scripture on this, then we look at the final one. We still have time. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. He told us, Bible says, he taught his disciples a parable to show them yeah. to pray and not faint. That's right. So he expects us that we do the same. So if you want to be closer with Christ, you must love prayer and you must be involved in prayers. That's right. You can never be closer with him if you don't love prayer and if you are not involved in prayer. You see, that's why I say, that is, I don't need the Holy Spirit to tell me. I can tell wherever a person is. So when you see someone who say he knows God is a pastor and his words look down, slander prayer, he, he, there's something wrong. Because if, if you don't do it, if you know Jesus, you appreciate it. Because you know that your Jesus loved the thing. Not only did he love it, he was involved. You can't love something that you are not involved in. You can't love something that you are not involved in. Please read that scripture. Luke chapter 18 verse 1. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. That we Amen. should always pray. So we must always pray. It will keep you closer to Christ. He loved prayer. He was a man on prayer on earth. And even now he's praying. But I would say he's seated at the right hand side of God interceding on our behalf. So Christ on earth loved the church, loved the word, and loved prayer. The final thing he loved is healing and deliverance. Healing and deliverance. Healing means healing people of all types of sicknesses and addictions. And delivering people, deliverance means casting devils out of people and destroying the works of devils and the hold of self devils on people 
many of the problems we are having in this country is demonic. It's demonic. It's not because this country, the system is solid in a sense compared. So most of the problem is demonic. Mr. Rubin, have you tried slapping somebody before? Eh? You've tried. Okay. No, we are coming. It's a good answer. Have you tried stabbing somebody before? Have you imagined yourself to stab somebody? But imagine yourself you want to stab somebody. The natural human being, fear will enter you. Even if you are stabbed, you want to cut him just to feel pain, not to hurt him. Many a time, if you are watching a movie and you see somebody has been stabbed, see how you feel, even though you know it's a movie. See how you feel. So it is not natural for a man, a young boy, to take knife with the intention to pierce, to kill. There's a spirit behind. Because your humanity must be taken away. That's why I say even woman, even watching movie, when they stop someone, you know it's movie. Look at what you go through. And even when I was growing up in school, when you are even fighting, you, you want to win. Even when you are hitting your friend, it's like you don't want your friend to be hurt. Even if you pull knife, like you just want to cut. But this one is like stab you. They've learned where to stab. There's a spirit behind. It's not natural. It's demons, devils. Oh yes. Behind a lot of the troubles, a lot of the insanity cases here is demonic. Not broken heart. Yeah. It's, it's demonic. Most of the sicknesses, the stubbornness, the stubbornness. Yes. Luciferian. The fighting. So wherever Jesus went, studied the Bible, preaching, teaching, healing, casting out devils. In private, praying. So wherever Jesus is, unless he's not there, there must be healing, there must be deliverance. So to love Jesus, for him to draw closer to you, you must be involved in healing, deliverance. Either you are doing it, or you are supporting where it's being done, or you are praying for He to do it, for it to be happened. When you see someone God is using, you are praying, you are asking God to use them, because that is the heart of Jesus. Let's look at it, the last session. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. So I find it weird when you find pastors or churches looking down on these things. And now you see so-called Christians judge a church. Hmm. It is sad that when the church don't have healing and deliverance, everything is okay. But when they have it, they are rather suspicious. You see how blind we've become, how we've turned everything upside down. It, it is sad because many don't know the Lord they claim they know. Yes. Yeah. Please read it for Amen. us. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. Mm-hmm. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Mm-hmm. News about him spread over Syria, and people brought to him all who were with, ill with various diseases, those suffering severe pain. 
the demon-possessed, those having seizures, and the paralyzed, and he healed them. So Jesus Amen. said, the Bible says he went around throughout Galilee, healing what? Hmm. Every disease and sickness. Yeah. There are diseases and there are sicknesses. <laughs> yes. Natural and unnatural. Yes. Spiritual and physical. Yes. So he healed every disease and every sickness. But guess what? And they brought to many who are demon possessed. And he did what? He healed them. So demonic possession also need healing. That's what we call deliverance. So if the cause of the problem is demonic, till it is dead with, it will be there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not natural that a woman say, I want to be a man. The man say, I want to be a woman. Even with the men, original men, it's not easy for us. Or the woman, it's easy for you to be woman. And imagine you want to be what you are not. The thing that we are at is not easy. It's not natural. Don't take for one that it's natural. It is not natural a bit. He healed every sickness and every what? Diseases. And they brought him the demon possessed and he healed them all. Everywhere he went. Note, he went around doing this. Doing this. The world is sick. We, they're more demonic infested than ever. And it is, it is, it is, it is much in Europe now than ever. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at Matthew 16 verse 17. Matthew, Matthew 8, verse 16 to 17. We just read Matthew 4, but look at 8, 16 to 17. I'll try Amen. and keep this in Matthew. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Matthew 8, 16 to, to 17. 17. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what Amen. was spoken. Amen. When evening happened, what did they They brought him all oh, many who are what? Demon-possessed. And what did Jesus do? He drove them all out and healed those who are sick. Yes, amen. When you study the Bible, you will not find Jesus without healing. No. And casting out of demons, deliverance, what we call deliverance. Yes. Why would they bring him many who are demons? Obviously, they've seen that he's been what? Casting them out. Casting them out. Because, you see... For a demon to possess you, we have types of possession and kinds. So it doesn't matter because a demon, you, you can be a Christian, a, a demon is right here. And he's influencing you. It's a form of possession. Yes. Oh, yes. Didn't he influence Judas right in front of Jesus? Yes. Didn't he enter Peter? to, And Peter tried to rebook Jesus. Not try. He was rebooking because he was demonic. And I didn't say the Bible said Satan what? And Jesus said, Satan, get out of thee. Yeah. You demons can be here and whispering to you. Huh? Yeah. So I'm saying there's different types. Some they are knowing you, they are, but their seed, their act, their, their seed is wherever of them is in you. So even your sickness, they put it there. So sometimes when we are you are being healed of the sickness, that spirit will manifest. That's why it always goes with healing so it's not a bad thing the point i want to make is so one can be demonic possessed without you even knowing without no fault of yours when they cast a spell against you and the spell succeed there's a demon that is enforcing it if it succeed 
Amen. So if we don't, if, 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 okay, let, let's leave it there for now. But read for me again, Matthew again, chapter 9, verse 35. The point is, I want to show that Jesus was involved in healing Amen. and deliverance. That is what he did. Wherever he preached, he does not only preach, but healing yes. and deliverance. Amen. Matthew mm -hmm. chapter 9, verse 35. Mm -hmm. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. So Amen. he did not only preach the good news, but he healed every disease and sickness. Amen. Many people recognize diseases, but they don't recognize sickness. And sometimes, pastor, when you tell them this is a sickness, they don't, they cannot, no, it's not a sickness. Yes. <laughs> you see, the world, the world will not consider, let's say, for understanding sick, let me choose this example. The world will not consider a man who has multiple partners, who is sleeping around with people as a sickness, but it's a sickness. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But no doctor will tell you that that's a sickness. They will use nice word, but it's a sickness. The world will not consider a man who wants to be a woman that he's sick, but it's a sickness. They only know diseases. Yeah. So there are sicknesses. There are sicknesses. Sometimes you don't smile no matter what. It's a sickness. But doctor will not tell you that. So there are, there are sicknesses and there are diseases. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Look at Matthew again. Amen. Chapter 12, verse 22. Oh, I want to show you that these are the things Jesus did. These are the things he loved. No doctor will tell you that a gossiper is sick, but it's a sickness. Do you know? Listen, you, you, do you know the damage gossips can do? Is that one of the most powerful ways to destroy gossip and lie? But someone's lying can be a sickness because it's from the spirit. It's spiritual. Yeah. It's spiritual. Yesterday. A lady was saying she had a dream and she was saying that in the dream a, a woman that she already know as a, a woman or a woman but the woman want to be a boy has become a boy she had a dream that the woman was coming from the sea and but she was thinking i already know that this woman uh, this boy is a woman so why would i have the dream uh, I was just about to, I don't know what came out, but I didn't say anything. Like, not like I didn't want to, I think something came out. But one thing of the dream God was showing her, she didn't realize that. God was showing that this boy who has become a woman, woman who has become a boy, his case, the spirit behind it is from the sea. It's from the sea. It was, but she didn't get it. Amen. Please read it for us. So there are sicknesses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 12, verse 22. Mm -hmm. Then they brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute. And Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. Amen. His sickness was demonic. He healed him. He healed him. Look at Matthew again. 10 verse 1. Amen. But look Amen. at what he told us. Mm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. Mm -hmm. Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. So he wants us to do the same. Now look at Mark chapter 16 verse 17. It's not only the disciples, for everyone, every believer, every believer, amen, every believer, 
Every believer. Amen. Amen. Every believer. Yes. Amen. Amen. Mark chapter 16, mm-hmm. verse 17. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. Mm-hmm. Amen. Continue. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. Mm-hmm. They will place their hands on sick, on the sick people, so and they will get well. So we are supposed to perform Amen. deliverance Amen. and Amen. heal the sick. Amen. Amen. He said, this sign shall follow, follow all who believe. believe. In Hallelujah. my name, they will drive, drive out, out demons. demons. They shall lay hands on the Hallelujah. sick, and they shall recover. Yeah. Because this is what he did. So if you want Jesus to be closer to you, you have to be doing this or to be involved in doing this. Be involved in doing is the same as you are doing. A good, a good driver, a good driver needs very good mechanics. Without the mechanics, they cannot. So you see Formula One, there are what? Mechanics there. I went to the stadium, first time ever. Amen. And I want to watch a match. And we realized that the technical team were more than the players or so. Oh, am I right? And you think, why that? <laughs> because the, 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 the small players, they are bringing all the money. So they need all the, everybody, someone must be looking at the head, someone must be looking at the stomach. Yeah, they can't miss anything. So the technical team, so even though you see them, it's a whole team. A whole team. But you only see the 11 playing. And each team member is important. Without them, there's, in fact, there's someone who brings the deals, the contract. They're a whole team. And they are directly involved. Without them, the players of football will not be as we know it. So to do a thing, be involved in the thing is also doing it. Because say, how would they know unless someone goes to tell them? How would someone go unless they are what? Sent? Please, do you understand? So all I'm trying to say that these are the four things. Look at the scripture. There's nothing in the scripture that you find Jesus doing except these four things. Anything you find him do, maybe just one of them. But everywhere he go, he was prayerful. He loved the word. He loved the church. Still for the house of God. And he also what? Healed and delivered everywhere he go. So do these four things. Be involved in it. And believe me, he will get closer to you. See, I'm not saying it because Jesus himself said it. Last but one scripture. Because we won't read it. But Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he hasn't changed. And look at John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. Look at what Jesus himself said. John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14, our last scripture. Look at what he said. Mm-hmm. Chapter 12, verse 14 mm-hmm. to 15. Mm-hmm. Jesus found a young donkey. 12 to 14. Job chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. Mm-hmm. Amen. Very truly I tell you, Whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, mm-hmm. and they will do even greater things than these. So this is in the words Amen. of Jesus himself. He said, Hallelujah. whoever believes in him, not only pastors, Amen. should do and will do the works 
that he's doing. Amen. And greater works than, these. than what he's done. So we are supposed to preach, teach, heal, deliver, <laughs> pray, and only what? Love the church, have zeal for the church. Amen. And we are even supposed to do it more. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why today there are churches, big churches, because greater works. Greater works. Greater works. That's why we have people who grow like documented. Documented. Several different countries. Because they say, greater works will you do. So we are to do. But the point I want to make, if you do it by being the one doing it or being involved in it, Christ will be closer to you. You'll be closer to him. It's the secret. It's the secret. He will be happy with you. He will stay with you. Because anything, whenever you have something come up with someone, you become close. You become close. Please do we get it. So our Christ, what identify him is this thing. Is this thing. If you are really being involved in any of these things, you won't have time for fighting. It's true. You, you have enough pressure. Uh, because you are worried that why is the person didn't get healed? Even though you believe you fasted everything. You are worried. It, that's your burden. Because you want to see it. So when you see somebody healing you, I, it won't, thought won't come that it's fake. You want to find out. So how come? You, you want to learn. You want to be inspired. If you are trying to gather and you see somebody, could you believe people come come to in other words, accuse us, tell us that there's a better way to evangelize than Jesus the answer. Can you believe it? But it's a sign. Because if you are involved in winning so you see it's not a small thing. Yeah, it hardly even if somebody is doing something and you think doesn't work right, you appreciate it. You will appreciate it. Church, this morning, what am I saying? I'm saying that our Lord and Savior, He loved the word. He loved prayer. He loved healing and deliverance. And he loved the church. So you also love it and be involved in it. So that you can be on the same page with him. So that you can draw closer. Today, people come to the church, they want to be closer to the pastor. Not me, like in general. But they don't want to love what the pastor loves. It's not possible. When I see somebody who is really following God, I'm not worried. Because if truly the person is following God, I know definitely we will be on the same path. Because I'm also following God. So if you are following God, we will be on the same path. It's just a matter of time. You will, you will see me on that path. Amen. Do that. Read the word for yourself to study. You know the three point of studying the word. Do that for yourself. You'll be surprised that as you are talking to people, it will be coming out of your conversation. You won't even need to quote the scripture, but you'll be talking from the scripture, in the scripture. Be directly involved in soul winning, either by being a partner in this church, Jesus the answer, or you yourself becoming a worker of soul winning. Be involved. Amen. The third thing or the second thing is 
love the church. Have zeal for the church by being concerned for your church. Charity begins at home. Yeah, it's in the Bible. Yes, the, because the Bible puts like to say, anyone who doesn't take care of his household first is worse than unbelievers. So if you don't take off your church first, but you are take off another church, are you not worse? Are you not worse? <laughs> Be concerned and have zeal about the church by paying your tithes, by paying, giving what offerings, because that is real zeal. When you see a pastor doing money, money. You are not Jesus. Don't go and change the pastor. Because you don't know why. Sometimes it is the members. Sometimes it's the members. Because the members will not bring their tithe and offering. So now the pastor must force it or use gimmicks or use threat or marketing to get it. No, sometimes it's like that. Because you see, a bad husband can turn a good wife into a bad wife. Yeah. Not like the wife was bad. Is the other way around too. <laughs> Do you get it? Yeah, yeah. You, they, they put like this. She she has brought or he has brought the worst out of me. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. So something very good pastor can now think only about money. Yeah, because of the members, not because he likes money. Because when they are pressing needs, it can change everything. So that's how you involve. That's how you show your zeal. You talk good for the, your church. If someone is speaking bad against the church of Christ, let the person know that that will frustrate our friendship. Because true respect is you must know my interest, I must know your interest. Because when people even say they identify as something, we respect it. So if you say you identify as a Christian and you're a Christian, you, that you love your church, and somebody's always throwing medals, the person doesn't respect you. That is what it means. Because true respect, you know, as for he likes soccer, so you... you isn't it? It's the same. Please, let's do that. It shows your zeal for the house of God. Because even I've seen mothers go to the clinic with their 16, 13-year-old children for them to be giving homos and things because they are supporting them. They, they say they are in a transition period. They are supporting. So if you're a Christian, how bad can it be that they, you, you shouldn't be supported? That rather you should be Accusing, you should be bombed. That person, there's a problem. Please, you understand me. So you do that. That is how you show because you be involved in the building of the church because he's building what his church and love prayer. Pray every day. Pray every day. Be consistent. Love prayer meetings. Even if you don't understand, come. You enjoy the atmosphere. You flow. Flow means you continue. Normally, tell people, come, come, come. Come after seven times. If you don't understand, you can go. Then all of a sudden, you can understand. Because maybe it's foreign to you. Yeah. One guy came here and after church service. He didn't come. I saw him again. He said, it's too emotional. It's too emotional. I said, you'll be coming. You know, when you keep coming, you know whether it's too what, emotional. The last time he came, he said, oh, I like it. I saw him praying. You, you understand? You see, when I went to the football field, I learned something. For the first time, I realized. Listen, the stars. Oh, I've never seen them like that before. I realized. Listen, they are ordinary people. They are ordinary. So I went in. I didn't even know. I didn't see them ordinary. I saw them like like super somebody. So that this is ordinary. It's just ordinary. So if maybe you are aspiring to become, going to the stadium is important. Because it tells you the people like you. 
But till you go, you, you, you wouldn't know. Amen. So be involved. Amen. And which one is the final one? Healing and deliverance. Believe it. Believe it. Believe in the healing. When someone is sick, believe that. Pray to God to heal them. Pray to God. When you are coming to church, in this church, pray that God will heal people and deliver people. If you see someone that God is using for healing and deliver, pray that may God use him the more. This is how you become involved in it. Believe me. Pray. Pray. God should heal. God should heal. When you see healing, anything, love it. Love, love it. And he will love you back. Believe me. Church, you've heard the word of God. You just want to stand up and begin to pray regarding the word of God. You know what this word means to you. Just lift up your voice. You've heard the four things that the Lord loves. Amen. And he said we should go around the world. Amen. To make disciples. To make disciples. That is his church. That is we teaching him. Amen. He said as we go, we should heal the sick. Amen. And cast out devils. Amen. The Bible says that you, you people have turned my house into a house of Dean. It means that we are not meant to turn his house into a house of thieves but we are rather meant to turn his house into a house of prayer it means that we have a responsibility of his house on earth pray to him pray to him and today as you pray don't forget to pray for this your church in the mighty name of jesus father we thank you this morning i've given them your word i pray thee and i ask that Lord, give them deeper understanding and revelation of this word. As you said, the works that you did, will we also do. We have seen your works that you did. I pray and I ask, help us, Holy Spirit, and cause each one of us to do those works and even greater works. Let each one of us be involved in these works. At least let us have this fall with us and we'll be careful to give you the glory. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.